0: And welcome to the final Fantasy Football Wives podcast before fantasy football starts. And that also means the start of the Premier League. I'm Anya, lifelong Spurs fan, unfortunately also married to a Guna. And I'm Sarah and I'm a City fan and I married a United supporter, um, despite not knowing that for many years. So you have got Friday evening set. You'll be watching United Leicester with your husband. Is that it? I,
1: I refuse to watch any Monday United games on the TV but I think he might have booked the TV and I might have to entertain myself otherwise or I'll just support Leicester. That's
0: a good idea so yes Premier League starts this Friday and it means that you have to get your teams done one hour before the match starts which is 8pm UK time. So this episode we'll be doing our good week bad week we'll be discussing forwards to have in your fantasy football team and then we will be speaking with said Manchester United fan, Sarah's husband James, later on.
1: So, our only good week
0: this week um, is it's been a good week for me. Yeah, it literally just says in our notes Sarah, full stop. <laughs> And it's been a good week for
1: me because I, if you've been following our social media, you would have seen that on Sunday, I went to the Community Shield, where I watched Manchester City pick up the first silver of the season, which was great. But even better than that, I was lucky enough to be invited to the Grassroots Football Awards. Which I went along with my um, husband. And it was such an inspiring event hosted by the FA to celebrate um, grassroots football and all the work the FA have been doing with McDonald's. And it was so inspiring. There were awards for categories such as Best Supporter, which was two young kids, you know, I think they were 10 and 12 years old, who both have cerebral palsy. And they go out and support their sister and their sister's team every week. They're the biggest supporters to um, footballing mum of the year. She wasn't just a footballing mum, she also ran all the local ladies' teams, youth teams, etc. And one of the teams that won best team was the Python team, which was all about bringing different kids from different backgrounds, probably with not-so-happy home lives together, around football and playing football and building a community around football. And it was just really inspiring to honour the people who give up their time um, to support Grassroots Football. And the FA invited as well a number of uh, legends, both past and present. And notably of those legends, I'm bugged into our friend Kieran Trippier. <laughs> Who, if you've seen um, our Instagram or our Twitter, cleared up a few things and has confirmed he is in fact Kieran Trippier.
2: Just to set the record, he's Trippier, not Trippier.
1: He thought it was hilarious, but he did also say that this was not the first time someone had got his name wrong and thought it was a. Um, So you're cleared there, Anya. He seemed like such a nice guy. He really was. He was really friendly, really down to earth, um, happy to have photos with everyone and anyone. happy Even when he was being asked to you know move on to his next appointment he was he was hanging around to make sure everyone had photos and got to speak to him he's a really nice guy I was really impressed very eloquent too so that was great and then there were others that um I met such as Martin Keown and Danny Mills who was lovely but the biggest star was Sir Jeff Hurst
0: what a legend what a legend I did show that photo to my dad He said, I saw him score those goals. I thought your dad would say that.
1: He was on stage with Kieran Trippier and um, Danny Rose um, talking about how proud he was, as was the rest of the country in their performance in Russia. Also how proud he was about what the FA is doing for grassroots football, which as all those players that got up on the stage said, they were all supported by grassroots football at one point or another. So yeah, it was a great event. And then the match was, I'm not going to say it's the best match I ever watched. Um, Chelsea didn't really turn up.
0: Um, It it was quite a run-of-the-mill win for City. So obviously Aguero scored twice. Does that mean that he's made it into your team along with any other City players? He has actually. Well, I've not done it yet, but I've
1: planned what I'm going to do. I have to have Aguero in my team uh <laughs> so predictable uh, which means Kane has to go he's out also Edison has to go otherwise I don't have enough spaces for City players um so Edison's gonna go I think I'm gonna put Allison in as my goalie then put Aguero and then see where I am any other City players that you thought performed really well Phil Foden performed really well. He assisted that first goal of Aguero. And there was a stat that when Aguero signed for City, Phil Foden was just
0: 11 years old. And he's only 5 million in fantasy football, so he could be a really good budget midfielder. He could be, but
1: honestly, he's not going to get starts. Pep's bringing him on more and more. But I can't see with the competition he's got in the team getting starts outside of cup games this season.
0: So shall we talk about my team in bad week? Yeah, let's talk about Spurs in bad week. Ugh, no signings. We've lost to Girona 4-1 the other night. Apparently most of the starting 11 aren't even going to start on Saturday because m- most of those players were at the World Cup. But hang on a second.
1: In the City game this weekend... Company played. He was in last stages of the World Cup. Stones played. Carl Walker played. Like, why aren't the Spurs players
0: playing? That's what Potts is saying. I mean, he's just saying he's not going to risk those players. They they may come on as subs, but the other half of the players that weren't at the World Cup, they're are injured. So it's just it's just a disaster so far. And it's... you've got to start with
1: the winning attitude. I know. Play to win, what was what was Kieran doing? Hanging out with us this week, <laughs> Danny Rose. He Kieran, didn't play exactly.
0: Kieran and Danny Rose are just hanging out, drinking champagne, <laughs> giving away awards. They've all switched off.
1: Yeah, I can't see you having a good start to the season. Oh, goodness. Especially, you're not home either yet, right? Is it six or seven games you're playing at Wembley?
0: Yeah, a few of them. A few of them, unfortunately. Well, I mean, Wembley did well for us last year, so. So when does the transfer window close? Friday as well, I think, or Saturday. Friday
1: as well. So do you think you'll do anything?
0: Yeah, we'll probably buy someone that you'll have to Wikipedia. (laughs)
1: Lol. (laughs) Okay, who else is in bad week this week? Arsenal. Um, Well, that's a balance. Spurs and Arsenal in bad week. (laughs) Only
0: based on the news today that Kronka's bid was accepted. So he's now going to own 100% of the club and... It values the club at £1.8 billion, which is amazing, but it means it's totally privately owned and no fans can have a say and there's lots of financial implications because Cronker can use the club as a vehicle to take debt. I've put it in bad week because I just don't like the idea of English Premier League clubs uh, being owned by foreigners 100% because I don't necessarily think that they really understand the culture and the spirit. Of these clubs that have got more than 100 years of history, we saw this uh, happen at Cardiff when Vincent Tan came in and changed the kit from blue uh, to red because red is a lucky colour in Asia and he wanted to make Cardiff big in in Asia and yet completely disregarded the fact that they had been wearing blue kits for over 100 years and were nicknamed the Bluebirds. I'm just not sure how this is going to play out for, for Arsenal fans. What do you think?
1: Well one I'm really impressed at your empathy towards Arsenal fans and even caring to put this in bad week but secondly I mean as a City fan I can't say anything negative um, about this seeing that City's owned by Sheik Mansour and for me it's only been a positive for the club um, obviously there's the injection of cash but I think the club has really respected um, local values and really let the club lead. Uh, yes, some of the advertising around the stadium, I always think is a bit strange, like for Etisalat, which is a mobile phone provider in the UAE, which is not really relevant to the local fans, but obviously to fans tuning in from the UAE. But I can't criticise it. When we won the league in 2011, um, I was in a pub in Sydney surrounded by people wearing tea towels around their heads. (laughs) Embracing Sheik
0: Mansour and everything he is. So you think it can be a good thing? I mean, we'll have to just wait and see. But Arsenal fan TV should be quite funny. I think any change for Arsenal right now can only be a good thing. Honestly. (laughs) Uh, We'll only wait and see right well that's the end of good week bad week let's go on to speaking about forwards for your fantasy football team thanks to
1: our sponsors at fury and sport this week we want to give a shout out to george and jerry ford the Ford brothers who are currently pre-season at leicester tigers good luck with the new season
0: Welcome back to part two of Fantasy Football Wise, where we will be discussing the last part of the team, which is the forwards. So the big question, to Kane or not to Kane? I've no longer Kane. He's but, gone.
1: Aguero for life.
0: But first... How do forwards get points? Well, they get points by scoring goals, basically, and assisting. So you get four points for scoring a goal and three points for an assist. Now, you only choose three forwards, and depending on your midfielders, you may only play two of them. So my recommendation for forwards is you choose one premium, one mid-price, and one budget option, because some of the matches you will be just playing a three-five-two formation.
1: So everyone's going on at the moment about 3-4-3 three, three is the way to play the season. So I've never played 3-4-3 three, three before, but I've always played with two forwards and so I'm a bit struggling with how I get three forwards that I want to play every week. Well, oh, thank goodness you're here. <laughs> thank goodness I tuned in to the Fantasy Football Wise podcast.
0: Well, let's start with premium options, right? Because we discussed Salah to no end and I heard... Or I saw even that you caved, and you also brought Salah in this week. Fact. <laughs> so uh, the other player that we talk, we're going to talk about is is Harry Kane, and he was the third highest scoring player last season. He scored thirty goals, and he was this year's World Cup Golden Boot winner. But he's renowned to not score in August, and he's. Unlikely to even start in Saturday's game. So at $12.5 million, that's a lot of money to spend if he doesn't even score once this month. Everyone keeps talking about his August curse. I think he's going to break it. I think he's going to break it against Fulham. What do you think, Sarah? <laughs> I had taken him out. I had him
1: in at the beginning of last season and suffered the August curse. And then as soon as I took him out, he scored a hat-trick. Uh, my love for him has weakened now the World Cup is over I felt very strongly for him during the World Cup and I'm glad things have returned to normal and I couldn't care less Um, (laughs) I'm much happier having Aguero on my team
0: who's a good shout I mean he has consistently scored over 20 goals over the last four seasons he was great against Chelsea on Sunday got and
1: after- a 200th goal for the club on Sunday or 201
0: even yeah a- 11 million I think he's if you're not going to choose Harry Kane you choose Sergio Aguero and after playing Arsenal on Saturday Man City have an easy start to season so he's he's a definite contender that be- was in my
1: mind when I when I added him in the only issue is with Aguero is whether he will get a start every week that's your issue also injury prone.
0: Yeah, I was going to say that's the second issue is that <laughs> that's, that's 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 what happened last season, right? Is he was injured and, and he wasn't playing. But saying that, he still got 20 gold. So you've got good options if he does get injured to sell him and then bring on the likes of Firmino, Lukaku and Vardy. Um, Firmino is actually the most popular forward to date. But interestingly enough, Vardy's high conversion rate of 28.2% is the best in the league after Aubameyang, who I actually speak about in a second. And he was the fourth highest goal scorer last year. But there's a question mark on how well he'll perform now that Mahrez has gone to City. And you weren't that impressed with him during the World Cup, were you? But Vardy, now.
1: And I'm surprised about this, that's the last season, because I didn't feel like he did much last season. He had this moment when
0: Leicester won the league and then uh, he had his party and then went home. <laughs> no, he was great. I think he came seventh um, in fantasy football in terms of most points scored. Yeah. You just I've must also... not like him. <laughs>
1: no, I've obviously got a selective memory. But I'm more interested in, okay, it's easy to choose a expensive forward, top goal scorer, spend some money, but what's harder with the forwards is who else to put in. And uh, I've had some feedback from
0: Twitter on my team this week, and it's actually just left me even more confused. So help. So before I go on to medium and budget options, I do have to mention my arch rivals, um, forwards, Aubameyang and Lacazette, who have both had a great pre-season. They're well-rested because they weren't at the World Cup. they scored 12 goals between them and they're definitely going to start on Sunday. Mayang is more expensive, but he's been racking up those goals and it included that goal last night against Lazio. So he is my, after Kane and Aguero, Obermayang is definitely the other premium forward contender. Now, going on to medium options, third and fourth most popular forwards are Zaha and Onutovic. Zaha and Arnautovic are both seven million. Zaha, who plays for Crystal Palace, he scored again last night against Toulouse, and Palace have some good fixtures to start the season, so he's probably a better option than Arnautovic. There's Tosun, who plays or Tosun, who plays at Everton. He's also seven million. He scored a couple of goals last season, uh, and then you mentioned him last week, um, Mitrovic from Fulham at six point five million. He had some great stats coming up from the Championship last season. He was fundamental in getting the club promoted to the Premier League. The only issue with him is he's got a bit of a temper, so he could get you a red card and dock three points off your points. I think you've got Mitrovic, don't you, on your team?
1: I've put Mitrovic on my team after what we discussed last week, Um, and I think that's the way that we pronounce his name. I'm not quite sure you're pronouncing... (laughs) Arnautovic.
0: Arnautovic. Arnautovic.
1: Oh, okay, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I've got Mitch Fisher on my team. I've There's a lot of chatter on Twitter about that West Ham forward that I can't pronounce, and whether or not he's actually a really good show As Yeah, okay, he plays for West Ham. West Ham had a terrible season last season. So why is everyone putting on their team? They've got Jack Wilshere in now. Oh, that's the difference right now I get it. <laughs> <Lol>. <laughs> I just don't think West Ham are going to do very well, so I don't know everyone's going crazy over adding him as a forward, but I'm probably missing something
0: so he's not he's not making appearance on my team for exactly that reason. but um budget options uh you don't have that many that are below five point five million, so this is the, I think the minimum price you've got to spend. Nyase at Everton. Uh, Sam Vokes at Burnley or if you price up to £6 million, you could get Bournemouth's Wilson or Defoe and I've mentioned before they've got good opening fixtures uh, or Southampton's Charlie Austin or Gavagiani but those are the forwards where you think they're going to be sitting on your bench most of the time. So a final side note before the the end of the week, which is there are a number of key players who played in the final four of the World Cup. And so we're only back to training last week or yesterday. You just mentioned company actually played on Sunday. Uh, some of them will be starting. Some of them may be coming on as an impact sub. I think Harry Kane might be one of those, but just keep your ears open uh, and you gotta you gotta take the risk or whether you uh you have them in on your first draft or you bring them in later on in the season.
1: Thanks, Anya. There's some really good advice in there. I should have all the information now to build an amazing team. Well, you
0: say that, but I have changed my team so much since we started recording this podcast that half my advice I haven't even taken. <laughs>
1: LOL. Maybe we need to do a bonus episode just before the season starts, Of this is actually on his team now.
0: I can't believe James has been taking piss out
1: of me. About your pronunciation of... Are how you, do
2: you say it? Everyone, every commentator just says Arnautovic and because of your no. Eastern, Eastern European... Um, precision you pronounce all of
1: it
0: I'm just going to call him Marco isn't that his yeah, name? Was, yeah
1: what's his first name? Marco I, th- I think it's Marco I think we need a first names policy and one of our Twitter followers tweeted today that maybe we should just call the ones we can't pronounce Dave <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I said this last episode, I actually call all Spurs players when I'm watching a match, I call them all by their first names, I think because I can't pronounce some of their surnames. It's because they're your mates. Because, you know, I'm tight with them.
1: So we've got our next guest to welcome on, and it is the first time, and probably not the last time, we will feature one of the fantasy football wives' husbands, one of these rival reds that we talk about. And this time, it's my husband, James.
2: Hello.
0: Hi, James. Hi, Anya. How are you doing?
2: Yeah, tip top.
0: How are you feeling ahead of Friday and the start of the Premier League?
2: Oh, a bit apprehensive. Not really sure what our friend Mourinho's doing. Seems to be doing his usual tricks of trying to get himself out of a job. two few seasons in, it's going to be a fun season.
1: So just to explain how... I, as a Man City fan, managed to marry a Man United fan. There were a good six years of our relationship where James did not mention to me once that he was a Man United fan. And he, in fact, came to the Etihad with me and came to games and pretended to support City, um, obviously to get on the good side of myself and my dad. And then one day he came to my house and was in the living room when I was in the bedroom. And I was sharing a flat with a Man United fan, and they were watching the football. And I heard him say, "I actually support United, but keep it a secret. She doesn't know." Um, and I heard it from the bedroom. and went, "What?" And threatened to throw him out the house. And no, it didn't
0: go that far. But yeah, he lied to me for for quite a long time. No, he really loves you. He went to City matches for. I know.
1: Pretended, it might have just been one or two, but um, but he uh, he pretended,
2: and he, it wasn't even the good city, it was a really, really crap city.
0: That's why you were going, probably because you were like, oh, pity, pity support, yeah. So, yeah, so Man
1: United fan claims to have been one forever. Um, obviously, also Scottish, so Rangers fan too, but I think everyone knows there's not much to support in the last few years though that might be changing. But yes, so that
0: is how I found out and decided to marry him despite. And you've got two girls, don't you? So who do they support, City or United? So
1: City all the way. We have an agreement. We've made a gentleman's agreement that in football, they support City, um, but in rugby, they support Scotland.
0: That's fair enough.
1: Blue. It's blue and blue. So um, our eldest, when she watches sport, she just says, come on blue. And that was quite funny during the World Cup because when teams were playing that were yellow and red, um, but the ref was in blue, she was shouting, come on blue. So a big supporter of fair
0: play. <laughs> so why do you support United, James?
2: I grew up watching Giggsy running rounds around everyone. And uh, yeah, loved them. thought it was the most exciting football. And obviously the Fergie connection grew up spitting distance from where I grew up. Felt like the obvious team to support down in England.
0: And so how's it feel from having supported a club that was continuously top of everything to barely making it into Champions League?
2: Says says a Spurs supporter.
0: Look, I'm actually happy because the last two seasons and Spurs have finished above Arsenal. So I'm, I'm based, I feel like I'm in the shoes of Sarah now where I'm supporting right. a team that's on the up. And my husband's supporting a team that's on the down, a bit like you.
2: And you can't win it all, all the time. There are good times, there are bad times. and You've just got to be there through it all.
1: So what do you think of Mourinho? Is he going to stay? Is he still living in a hotel room?
2: I don't care where he lives. <laughs> it's irrelevant. He can live in a camper van that's at the ground for all I care. It's all a big show with Mourinho and you come to accept that. We made some good decisions, we made some bad decisions, but at the end of the day, he still finished second in the league uh, last year. Um, yes, it wasn't the most exciting form of football, but ground out the results better than they have done previously. I think this year, hopefully, with strong performance from Pogba, whether he stays, whether we can keep hold of him, we should have the bones of a healthy, strong team.
1: So we've got two more days left of the transfer window, two or three days. Do you think Man United are gonna buy sell in those two, three days? What about the Bale question?
2: Oh I know Bale's Bale's happy. Ronaldo's gone. He's got no reason to believe he's the main man at Real now. I can imagine they might bring in another defender and ship off one of the other stable of many other defenders they've got in the ranks. It's
1: rumoured that Harry Maguire might go.
2: Yeah, yeah, big money, eighty million odds for Harry Maguire. And then
0: I'd have to take him off my team.
1: Sure.
0: i decided yeah. on Harry Maguire. <laughs> Or boating, isn't it? That they want him?
2: Yeah, I was reading today that he's potentially been warned off by his Bayern teammates. Mm. Um, But that's just gossip, and we love gossip. So you you never know.
0: I tell you what I don't like, although this is classic Jose, which is he's already preparing the ground that it's not his fault if Manu do badly. I just don't like how he never takes accountability for his.
2: Classic expectation management. Just set the bar low and then you'll always do well. <laughs> Standard thing that everyone does in the job, really.
0: So you think you're going to uh finish first?
2: I I don't think so, no. <laughs> I think it's you have to go some way to to beat Man City this year. They just look spectacular. And um, Liverpool,
1: potentially. Yeah,
2: Liverpool looking really strong. I'm not, I'm not so worried about Spurs Arsenal somewhat. Or Chelsea? Uh, Ah uh, no, they looked an absolute after shambles. Them no, at the weekend. complete disaster.
1: Yeah, there was um, no pizzazz in that team.
2: Pizzazz, great word. They, yeah, they had no no sense of who they were. No strength. No.
1: I mean, they no had. Spine. They had Courtois and Hazard missing, but I mean, Courtois didn't turn up for training today, uh-huh. so that's a little bit suspect. And Hazard wasn't there, but still, you know, you were looking at a. A pitch of world class players, and they just produced next to nothing. And you know that's not just coming from me um, as the winning team,
0: but from a neutral on the day. So, James, fantasy football—you're not that great at it, are you?
2: I think my challenge is that I I got all enthusiastic, and then I lose interest because I start to not do so well. And
0: he always forgets
1: to do his team. It
2: seems to be always driving somewhere at now, twelve o'clock on a Saturday.
1: If I'm able to do my team, you're able to do your team.
0: You've got no excuses this year.
1: Absolutely no excuses. He just says, I forgot to do my team when he has a bad week. When really, you just need to make time for it. Um, Have you done your team yet?
2: I did it in the four minutes before we started talking.
1: (laughs) So who's your pick for forwards?
2: Well, I've gone for good old Ari, because you can't not. I know he doesn't start well, but... I think spurred on by a Golden Boot and all that, he might just bang a few in this this August. I know you say don't go with your heart, but I've gone for Marcus Rashford. I think after a strong-ish World Cup and being given the number 10 jersey at United, that famous jersey, I reckon he might have a a pretty decent season.
0: Yeah, that's Um, a good shout. Yeah, I like it.
2: Only 7 million um, and he hits a cracking dead ball. So we shall see.
1: And your bargain choice?
2: Um, I've gone for a young Solomon Rondon, um, who's just gone to Newcastle. Pretty cheap, bangs in the odd goal here and there,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, and I reckon not Newcastle will be looking for goals.
0: And so, do you have the same policy as your wife? You don't have any City players?
2: No, no, I've got some City players. I'm not stupid.
0: <laughs> I've
2: got I've got Kevin De Bruyne. KDB. So I've got a midfield with. Kevin O'Brien, Olingard, Lingard, canty and you can't not have Salah. Yeah. And then just for banter, I've got Jack Wilshere because one <laughs> super cheap. And knows? He's got he knows us
1: all.
2: And he's got points to prove.
1: So James, you know we like to play a little word association game mm-hmm. with our guests.
2: Yeah, my favorite feature.
1: <laughs> Someone did actually complain the week that we didn't do it, and we did a pronunciation game with Will instead. So word association. First word that comes into your head. Are you ready? Yep. Okay, let's go. Mourinho. Moni. Sir so Alex Ferguson. Legend. Pep. Hero. Uh, Sergio Aguero. Nah. Steven Gerrard.
2: Future legend.
1: Oh. Rangers. Uh, boyhood. United.
2: <laughs> Icons.
1: <laughs> I totally thought you were going to say United. manhood. <laughs>
0: Okay, time for your fun facts, I think, Anya. Okay, so James, as you're in the United fan, I've dug up a fun fact about the legend that is Sir Alex Ferguson. So after he finished his footballing career and before he went into coaching, he had another job. Do you guys know Ooh. what that other job is?
1: I have no Can idea. you guess
0: what that other job might have been?
1: He was a toilet <laughs> No?
0: James.
2: Got a story in my head somewhere, but he, it was something to do with an office, um, but I can't remember.
0: He owned a pub. What? He was a publican. And, and guess what the pub was called? Blue Moon. But it was called <laughs> Fergie's. And it wasn't making... I reckon <laughs> a good pina colada at Fergie's. <laughs> he wasn't making enough of a stable profit, and that's what pushed him into coaching. Oh my God. Good. Well, that brings us to the end of our
1: podcast this week. I just want to say I have had so much fun this week talking to people on Twitter about the podcast and about football and FPL. It's such a nice community on there. Um, People giving you tips about teams or just generally discussing who you should pick um, or transfer news. It's a lovely community. So I've had lots of fun talking to people. And I think we're going to get um, some. FPL community uh Twitter members on as guests in the coming weeks. So watch this space. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please, 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 please give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you listen to it and a review because that helps more people get to know about it. Thank you to our sponsor, Furian Sports.
0: Remember, do your team by Friday, 7 pm UK time.
1: And next episode, we will have started the new season. Um, And we'll be able to review the first game week um, and changes to our team.
0: And how our league is doing. So if you haven't joined yet, the league code is in our notes. Please join. We've already got about 50 players. uh, And we'd love, love to get to 100 before the start of the Premier League.
1: And we're also thinking of what the prize for winning our league is. There will be a prize. But yes, thanks, James, for coming on tonight. Hopefully we'll talk to you another episode.
2: Thank you. It's been a pleasure.
1: Bye everyone. Bye Sarah. Bye James.
2: Bye Anya. Bye.